Hi guys, hope once again that we are all doing well. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Content Creator Podcast. And this week's rather short, fingers crossed, episode. I'm going to try not to ramble uh, too much in this one, but I want to talk about very quickly um, the importance of niching down at times or why it's important to understand that no niche uh, is really too small. And I think this is going to help a lot of people because the idea of this podcast, as I say, uh, every time, every episode is to help people in you know all levels of content creation. So whether you're trying to start a YouTube brand, a personal brand, whether you run a business, whether you work in marketing, um, I want this podcast to be able to help as many people as possible. Now that's quite ironic that I say that sentence as I talk about niching down, um, but I think you know content creation itself and content creators is a is a, quite a niche as it is. So uh, that's the purpose of this podcast. But um, no niche is too small, especially when it comes to content and building a brand. So the benefits I want to talk about here um, to having a super super niche. Uh, content or a super niche audience or perhaps a primary focus, a niche primary focus um, is never always a bad thing. And I say this not telling everybody to go down the route of creating a super niche brand, um, but because people often doubt, um, well, you know, I really want to talk about gaming. Is there many people that are going to talk about that? I myself was hesitant about a motorsport channel because I thought, are many people into motorsport and F1? You know, because not many of my friends are into F1 or whatever, uh, but then it turns out millions and millions and millions of people are. Um, and the same goes for many, many things. You'd be very, very surprised at how um, how big a community you know, can actually be uh, when you delve into it. Um, so the first thing that I want to talk about very quickly, as I say, less people on the same thing, less people on the same uh, topic means that you, for a start, have less competition. It is easier to reach your audience. It is easier to reach people who like the same thing um, or want to know more about the same thing, want to be entertained by this thing or um, educated on this thing. So a very quick example that comes to mind, actually, um, and I want to talk about, mention NFTs again, is that there is a lot of channels that I've ended up finding. I searched NFTs uh, wanting to educate myself on the space. There was a few Instagram pages at that point. They were the ones that I went and followed because there was no one else. Um, so I'm educating myself through those pages. Those, those guys have built a tremendous um, audience already within a very, very, very small niche that not even 1% of the population of the earth is kind of aware of yet. Um, so that's a very, very important thing to, to bear in mind. You'll be surprised at how deep that niche can actually uh, can actually go. So less people anyways means less competition, means it's easier to connect uh, with your audience. And that's what I was going to mention. NF this is why I was going to mention NFTs, because especially with this NFT hype uh, at the moment, it is very, very clear now. Um, that people are excited and happy enough, depending who they are, happy enough to pay, um, you know, kind of big money for rare collectibles, these kind of one-off art pieces, um, as we're seeing at the moment. If you are, you know, kind of the height of a very, very micro niche, you'd be very, very surprised at kind of the, the revenue, not that everything's about money, but the revenue that you might be able to generate off that. You could be very, very surprised. Um, so, that's a, a very, very important thing, I think. And um, the other thing here is that it could be off the back of that easier to get brand deals and, you know, become an influencer in that space, an expert in that space, because brands who are in that space and want to advertise their products and all that sort of stuff, um, 
means that it's easier for you to get in touch with them, it's easier for them to get in touch with you, and it can actually put the price up of someone or you advertising that product on your page, if that's kind of a, a monetization channel that you want to explore. Um, so they're gonna pay a lot more money for you to do that if you were um, you know, an aqua, what's it called, aquascaping, if you focus purely on uh, marine life and fish tanks and things like that. Whoever it is that may sell this very, very specific filter in this fish tank would be very happy to pay you a lot of money to have that on your channel and reach your micro niche dedicated audience as opposed to someone like me on my drum channel going, this is me playing a song, by the way, here's a, a fish tank filter <laughs> or a fish tank tube filter, whatever. I've got no idea. Um, so you've got to understand the benefit that that actually provides you, the deeper connection that you get with your audience and the and the benefits from a financial, from a monetary, from an, influen uh, an influencer marketing campaign brand mindset as well, the benefits that that could that could bring you. Um, and if you are someone who works in marketing and you're on the other side of that, um, understanding you know to go down that micro niche is so important. You'll be very, very surprised. Um, Say you have a, 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 a 10 grand to spend on influencer campaign or 100 grand, whatever the number is, the number doesn't matter. Um, you could be much better off instead of going to someone with a million followers, given there's 100 grand for all of, you know, all of our marketing budget, can you advertise our product uh, because you have a million followers? You would be much better off, you'd be very surprised, you could be much better off going to four different micro-influencers or 10 influencers who maybe have a few thousand followers, but they are so much more trustworthy in their micro-niche to their followers and spending that same amount of money and get so much, 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 much better results. So I think it's a very, very important thing to understand. Niche doesn't always mean small numbers. It may mean smaller audience, but in the grand scheme of things, would you rather a, a purely dedicated audience of 10,000 subscribers on YouTube as opposed to 100,000 who just spotted a video once upon a time or you you know, you know beg them to subscribe to your video? I think of the two, I very much know which one uh, I would want. So just a few things to bear in mind. And I guess a bonus of this, I thought I'd written this down, but I hadn't done. The bonus of it is if that if this is a niche that you're very, very, um, you know, kind of into and passionate about, well, then it's going to be very, very easy for you to continue creating content on that. If you're trying to reach and appease the masses and then you realize that you've put a, you know, a bland, generic video out to um, the world, but indeed no one in the world is seeing this video because it's so generic and bland, um, well, then you're going to be a lot more disappointed. You're going to be, it's going to be very easy for you to um, fall uh, victim to, you know, become demotivated and just go, oh, well, it was pointless. It was worth a try, but it was pointless. Whereas if you have such a micro niche, um, I found this with the Affinity Racing um, brand straight away with, you know, still less than 200 subscribers, but the guys that are on there are um, in every single live stream, you know, on on, on majority of all the, the videos that I'm uploading, they're watching the full live streams, they're donating to the channel, all that sort of stuff, and that comes from 200 subscribers. And I probably made, um, you know, had a better um, income off 200 subscribers on a YouTube channel to what someone may have with, say, a 1,000 or something like that, whatever the relative numbers may be. So never assume that a small audience means small returns, small income, small gains, small whatever. It can actually accelerate that um, tenfold, believe you me. 
So that was just a few very quick thoughts on niching down and why you shouldn't be fearful of niching down if you feel like there's, you know, a very specific thing that you want to talk about or your business is in a very, very, you know, kind of micro niche. Do not worry about that. Do not worry about that at all. I think a, a big example is... Um, uh, I work a lot with recruitment companies, actually, and you see that these recruitment companies, the ones that do the best, the ones that make the most income are the ones that focus on a specific job role. They will not go and recruit for absolutely everything, for, for, for accountants, for someone in the motor trade, for salespeople, for receptionists, for software developers, for you know uh, video marketing. The ones that do the best are the ones that sit in a, such a small micro niche and they can charge 10 times as much for you know recruiting that software developer or whatever. So... Never ever fear, basically, is the is the myth that I wanted to um, dispel. I've realized it with the my racing channel, as I say, um, and I'm trying to get my mindset right on the drum channel as well because initially I wanted to do absolutely everything and I'm soon, soon starting to realize the same thing. I may be best off niching down on a certain style of, of drumming, a certain style of, uh, you know, kind of production um, video content type on that channel. Um, and so it's something that I'm also kind of trying to recalibrate and make sure I stay in that, that sort of lane and uh, that stay in that understanding and not let, uh, you know, the kind of grass is greener mentality um, of producing more bland and boring videos. Um, and I'll leave you with this one, that if you um, try and talk to everybody, you will end up talking to nobody at all. Because if you just put out the most bland, vanilla, plain, boring, beige content, everybody scrolls past it. Everybody scrolls past it. Whereas what you see is, um, I see this particularly on LinkedIn, if you have a, a um, you know, kind of a... a I don't want to say right wing or left wing, so I'm not talking necessarily about politics, but if you kind of have like quite an out there view, um, you know, that like, I don't know, Ben and Jerry's ice cream, chocolate fudge brownie is the only one that you should eat, which is actually, as it goes, a matter of fact. But if you were to put that out on there, you would get more engagement talking about ice cream with people going, I disagree, I agree, I disagree, that's my favorite one, I hate that one, I prefer this one, I prefer this one, I think this one's, have you tried this one? You would get more engagement from that than, you know, whatever kind of bland vanilla content that everybody tries to put out to appease the masses. So definitely avoid that. Do not hesitate going down into a micro niche. Um, embrace it, enjoy it, uh, and you will reap the you will reap the rewards i'm i'm sure of it so hopefully a shorter episode this one i think it was i've done quite well actually i've done quite well 12 minutes on the clock there that's not too bad for me that's as short as an episode will probably get on on here um mostly because i didn't just keep writing notes all the time i had some of my previous episodes i just keep writing ideas like well i could mention that i could mention that i could mention that and i end up mentioning it all but uh this one i've i've restricted myself so don't worry about the micro niche um, let me know, question of the week, I guess, let me know what niche you are in or what niche you would like to go into or are considering. Um, and if you run, um, you know, a brand or a business or you work in marketing, let me know what niche that is. Um, I would, uh, I'd be very interested to know what everyone's listening to uh, or everybody who's listening, what niche it is that you're in and what your, your business does. So do uh, leave a review, please, on the podcast. Don't forget to do that. Subscribe if you're listening or watching on YouTube. Um, drop any comments on social media. Message me with any questions that you might have around um, social media marketing and all that sort of stuff, content creation, because I'd quite like, I think, at some point to do a, a Q&A, something along those lines. You never do know. Um, we will see what happens. But I'll stop rambling. I will leave you all to enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in, and I shall see you in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.